Welcome to Align Sacred Alchemy, a space to share stories to uplift, energize, and spark your awakening in remembering your unique brand of magic. We talk about all things energy, ethical, healthy, and inclusive manifesting, being in a state of receiving, and how to courageously manifest on purpose to live the life you are truly capable of living. Join me for each episode as we tap into your inner guidance and inspiration from conversations that we have to remember why we are all here and how we get to honor ourselves so that we can all enjoy our journey along our soul's path. Hello and welcome Divine Sacred Souls to this episode of Align Sacred Alchemy, where we're going to be talking about how to get manifesting to work in a way that's consistent so that you can create a life that you really desire through successfully manifesting over and over again. Because the truth is that many of us already have some version of a manifesting practice that we use. And I'd like to open up a conversation today to help you recognize if maybe those practices that you are already using may require a tiny tweak or an adjustment so you get to change things by understanding why manifesting in the way that you're doing it now currently or you have done in the past or if you're plugged into the mainstream way of manifesting why those things may not be working or may be bringing up resistance or challenges for you. Because I believe it's only really when you understand this piece, which is what we're going to be expanding upon in this conversation today, that you get to move forward and reconnect to your own individuality and unique brand of magic for consistent manifesting. What I know from years of doing this work on myself, working with clients, hundreds of clients all around the globe, is that it's not the actual practices or tools from the more popular teachings that are unhealthy themselves or are toxic themselves. I talk a lot about toxic manifesting and toxic positivity, but rather it's how you're entering into doing them that's more important. It's the energy with which you are doing them with. It's the energy that you're bringing to the table when you're utilizing those tools and practices that ultimately will dictate the outcome of what happens. So today I want to talk to you about some of the reasons why manifesting can sometimes feel like hard work or not create the results that you actually desire. And it's like this catch-22, right? Because it feels like hard work, And coupled with the fact that you may not be creating the results that you really desire, you end up feeling deflated, disheartened, frustrated even, sometimes even angry is how I felt in the past. And eventually you settle for mediocre when you know deep down that you're capable of so much more. Have you ever had that experience? Does that even resonate with you? Or is it just me that felt that way about manifesting once upon only a few years ago, to be honest? The thing is, manifesting should never feel like hard work. 
And yes, whilst I acknowledge there are absolutely times where you are being pushed to the edges of your comfort zone, so it definitely feels uncomfortable. For example, like when I'm recording this podcast, this podcast was something I'd been manifesting for about two years. I had this vision over two years ago planted in my heart around having a podcast. And so two years later, when I'm actually doing it, it's actualizing. As I'm recording it, I wouldn't describe it as easy. And it's still ease-filled because I love doing it. The truth is, there are so many moving parts to producing a podcast, as I'm rapidly discovering. But I love it. I'm in my element. I'm talking, something I love doing. My husband often says I talk for Britain, so why not have a podcast, right? I love sharing and passing on channeled information that nourishes the soul and educates others into activating a totally different possibility for everyone on this planet. That's my jam. So even though it is hard work, there are a lot of moving parts, it's a steep learning curve, but it's still pleasurable for me, the whole experience of it. And that's really the key here, to have a practice that, yes, it may feel uncomfortable from time to time because you're growing into the next evolution of your soul. And that might come with a few growing pains, but ultimately it's still pleasurable for you to execute. That hard work piece comes into it when you are doing something that is completely out of alignment with your soul and the way that you're naturally wired to operate. That's what I see over and over again when I'm working with clients. That's actually where the resistance to doing the very things that deep down you know would help, where those all start to pop up and come into play. I'm curious, have any of you ever tried to do some kind of exercise regime, a new exercise regime, or taking up running, cycling, maybe even changing your diet? And I want you to really think about this. When you create change in your life, think about what kind of changes you're creating in your own life right now. What have you been doing? What were your New Year's resolutions? And how are they going now when we're into well into the new year? Maybe you did really well at first and then you rapidly lose motivation. And if you resonate with that, if you've ever done that, I'm willing to bet it's because that activity that you're doing, that you're pursuing, isn't entirely pleasurable for you. At least it's not pleasurable enough for you to sustain. And it's no different when you're creating a manifesting practice that actually sticks and therefore creates sustainable results. When I talk about manifesting, I specifically mean empowered and embodied manifesting, which is something that is the undercurrent of everything that I share with my clients. So let's just break down a little bit what I mean by empowered and embodied manifesting before we move on. Empowered manifesting in the context that I speak about it is a framework. It's a daily practice that you create for yourself as opposed to something someone else teaches you. 
you know, the, that kind of here, here's some five steps or here's a process or here's what you do. You wake up every morning and you, before your feet hit the ground, you think of three things that you're grateful for. And then you set up your day like this and that and the other. Those are frameworks that have been created by someone else that they're teaching you, which is fine. But when I'm talking about empowered manifesting, it means creating a framework for yourself, a daily practice for yourself that honors your own true identity, your soul's essence and your soul's path. It honors your personal lived experiences. It honors your current lifestyle and your desired lifestyle and your own energy flows, how you process and assimilate energy. Now, just by speaking these things out there, can you see how somebody else is going to be hard pushed to know what all of that is for you and therefore give you a framework that really honors you? Can you see that? It's all very well people sharing their own frameworks and there may be overlap. You may be inspired by someone else's framework, which is fine, but you get to adapt it for yourself in a way that really honors you. And then when we move a step even further and layer upon that the embodied manifesting section of this, embodied manifesting from my point of view is a framework that goes beyond just the mind beyond just the mindset. So you're not just manifesting from the level of your mind through the typical visualizing or changing your mindset or reframing your beliefs and all of that. All of these things are happening at the level of your brain, of your logical mind. So embodied manifesting takes it a step even further than that. That's where most people stop their manifesting practice, just leaving it at the mind stuff. But embodied manifesting is where you actually get to reconnect the body and the mind and translate the energy that has been sparked through the original desire being placed in your heart. So that first time that you even had the desire, that you were even pulled to wanting that thing in the first place, that sparks off an energy. And that energy, when you're practicing empowered and embodied manifesting gets to translate from the visual and daydreaming about that desire, which is kind of the first stage and the surface level of the more popular teachings of manifesting. That's where they'll kind of take you through that process. But you get to move that energy into motion so it gets grounded on a cellular level. And then it can be radiated out into your physical environment through tangible and soul aligned action. That is where the embodiment piece comes into it. So the tangible and soul aligned action can look like creating new habits that are actually supporting your vision. Or maybe it's letting go of old habits that don't support your vision. It may be having powerful conversations. It may be letting go of old relationships that are no longer supportive of your bigger vision and stepping into new relationships that are going to support you. It may look like holding your boundaries. Again, this is connected with having powerful conversations 
sensations. And you can see from this, these are the physical and tangible things that you get to do on a daily basis that helps you to embody the energy that sparked off when the desire was first created for you. So when you have an embodied and empowered manifesting practice, the energy gets to move. It starts to flow. So you can take it from the visual into the embodiment and finally alchemize it into the actualization of that desire in your physical reality. But when you're not taking those factors that I mentioned into account, honoring your unique energy flows, honoring your lived experiences, honoring your own intuition and your soul's path and identity, when you're not taking all of those things into consideration, then you end up looping around in cycles of one-hit wonder manifesting. And one-hit wonder manifesting is a term that I coined after working with so many clients and I started to see this pattern where they would hit their manifesting goals, but they weren't able to do it consistently. And so it reminded me of, you know, those records where you would hear them and they were really popular. You would hear them and they were one-hit wonders. They would do really, really well. And then after a while, they would fizzle. And after a few years, you wouldn't even think about the artists. You wouldn't even think about that music anymore. Those were like those one-hit wonders. So in the same way, you may have one-hit wonder manifesting. And if you are experiencing that, if you can relate to that, if you've been able to manifest, for example, a really good income month and you're not able to manifest it over and over again, or maybe you manifested a healing for something that you experienced in the past, but now you can't do it for the bigger things. You Maybe that issue has come back up again and you're trying to heal that issue again. Uh, A common example when I'm working with clients are things like rashes. So they'll come with a rash and then they've healed it. And then a little while later, it's triggered again, or maybe it's their allergies, or maybe it's something else. Whatever that is for you, think about what that is for you, your version of a one hit wonder manifesting. And as you hold that in your conscious awareness, let's talk about the deeper problems, what's actually going on behind the scenes, and see how that relates to your one-hit wonder manifesting. Because the deeper problem is something that not many people are talking about, and that's exactly what I want to bring to the table in this conversation here today. The older methods, the more popular methods of manifesting are mostly centered around this notion of vibing high. So you get to magnetize or attract your desires. It's all centered around being positive, having the right mindset and such like. So there's this upwards and elevation, looking up to the sky elevating yourself, raising your frequency, that kind of energy that puts you up, that has you looking upwards almost, all right? And this approach works to a degree and it also has its limitations because how can you consistently vibe high or be positive? What about when life lifes? 
What about when life throws you an unexpected spanner in the works of your best laid plans? Because that happens a lot of the time. Just look at what's been happening over the last year. Who could have ever predicted that businesses would have to change their entire approach of how they operate because a virus would break out worldwide? right? That Those are the kinds of spanner in the works that I'm talking about. The things that you just cannot predict, they're unexpected, and yet it's part of life. How about when you have an argument with a loved one or you're triggered by something because maybe you're emotional, maybe you're hormonal, or maybe you're just super empathic. So you act like this psychic sponge soaking up other people's energies and emotions without even cognitively being aware of it. And let me tell you, there are a lot more people on the planet who are doing that, but aren't even aware that that's what's happening. So all of these things, if you're human, are all things you're probably going to experience at some stage or another in life. Unless, of course, you're willing to stand one-legged in the Himalayas, away from all people and all civilization, so you never get triggered by anyone else or you never trigger another person. But I'm guessing that if you're listening into this podcast, you're probably here because you want the best of both worlds, right? And I'm here to tell you that that is also a possibility, where you can enjoy the company of others without being triggered Or more to the point, it's not even about being triggered because the triggering is not necessarily a bad thing, but it's where you can be triggered because that is a natural part of our human experience. That is a natural state of our being because the triggering actually indicates to you that there's something off course here. There's something out of alignment here that you need to work on. It is the way that you're soul communicates through your body, through the language of your body, through being emotionally triggered or whatever that may be for you, however that may show up for you. So it's less about not being triggered and more about being so balanced in your own energy and grounded within that, that you're unshakable. That it doesn't matter what other people are saying or doing or not saying or not doing. That their negativity or all the unexpected plot twists that seem to occur in life can't throw you off track from your path, your purpose and you creating your most heartfelt desires. Because at that point, no amount of jealousy, no amount of the evil eye, or any other kind of sabotage from others will shake you. If you are balanced within and you know how to manage your own energy. But the trouble with the more popular manifesting methods is that they tend to condition you into feeling as though you have to be positive all the time. And if you're not, you're never going to attract your desires. You're never going to be magnetic enough. So the temptation then becomes from that conditioning to manifest from the mind, to continue doing the visualization, to continue doing the meditations, to continue to write out your manifesting lists, to make sure that you're doing the mindset work, all of those manifesting from the mind, but you're leaving the body out of it. So you're not embodied in those desires. 
And the real root, the real core issue here is more deep-seated. And that core issue is being locked into a certain identity. That's usually what limits people from truly embodying the energy of their desires. And this is something not many people are talking about. So I want to bring it open to your sphere of awareness so that you can extract this information and apply it into your own life, into your existing manifesting practices and see where you're in or out of alignment and see what adjustments need to be made. Because when you're locked into a certain identity, that is the identity from which most people will tend to enter into their manifesting practices. So once again, like I said at the beginning, it's not the actual practices and the tools themselves that are necessarily damaging or harmful, but it's how you enter into them. It's what energy you are bringing to the table as you are executing them, as you are utilizing those tools or those practices. And if you aren't honoring your true identity, your soul's true essence, which consists of your lived experiences, your particular lifestyle. And that includes what's happening in your life right now, currently in this moment, and also what you would like your lifestyle to be like, your desired lifestyle. If you're not honoring your energy flows and how you uniquely process and assimilate information and energy, then it's going to be really difficult to sustain the energy to keep up with those more popular manifesting practices. And even if you do use and are using those popular, more mainstream manifesting practices, your energy is probably not totally embodied in it. And that's why it may be falling flat and you're still spinning your wheels or nothing's materializing for you or... It's just not going as quickly as you would like it to go. So what's the solution here? Let's shift gears and talk about what we can do to move through this. And one of the things, one of the possibilities is that you move away from the disconnected, the unhealthy, toxic manifesting practices into a more embodied and empowered manifesting framework that is intentionally set up by you, that you are designing for yourself and creating for yourself. So you're not waiting for someone to tell you what to do and how to do it, but you're actually learning more about yourself and your own energy and your own life and what's happened historically in your lived experiences, in your genetic lines, lived experiences, what's occurred in your own lineage, all of those things, when you take those into account, then you're going to be able to design your own framework for yourself. And you may use, you may choose to use manifesting practices from things that you've already learned or from the more mainstream manifesting practices, but you get to make those tweaks and adjustments so that they are designed specifically for you. Because here's the thing, your ability to manifest isn't always going to lie in the inner work or reframing your beliefs or visioning your dream into reality. 
It gets unlocked when you arrive at the intersection of your soul's purpose, path, and leaning into your own intuition, into your own soul's wisdom. It becomes clear when you craft your own method of manifestation that you create by using the tools that maybe you've already been using, but you're tweaking them so that they get to align with you in that season of your life. And here's another really key element and crucial element that I invite you to consider because it's for that season of your life. One thing I can promise you is that as you grow and evolve, so will your desires and so will your manifesting practice. How I was manifesting even a few months ago is very different to what I'm doing now. How I was manifesting five years ago is completely different to how I'm approaching it now. And that's because my desires have evolved since five years ago. It's also because I have opened up more awareness. And with that bigger, better awareness, there are things that I used to have to do five years ago that I no longer need to do right now. But there are also things that I wasn't even aware I needed to do five years ago that I'm acutely aware of now which I am including in my current manifesting practice. And that's what I want you to pay attention to for yourself. Because it's not just like you're going to create this unique manifesting practice for yourself one time, and that's going to be a rinse and repeat formula for the rest of your life. I would love to say it's as easy as that. And it may not even be wildly different to what you originally create. It may just require few adjustments as you go into the different phases of transformation in your life's path and in your own transformational journey. Your ability, your unique ability to manifest becomes clear when you are honoring your lifestyle, your energetic circuitry, your desires. And for a while now, there's been something that has been percolating within me to share with the world around this very thing. It's something that had been planted in my heart quite a number of years back, actually. And here's something I'm going to share with you. Creating a manifesting framework for yourself, designed for you and by you, is no small feat. Especially given the conditioning that most of us have lived through in both our personal lives, but also from the wellness, the healing, the spiritual, the coaching industry as well. Because most of the teachings have been diluted and commodified. They've been commercialized and glamorized. It's not because the tools or the ideologies themselves are necessarily harmful or bad. It's more to do with the fact that as a collective, we have been conditioned into outsourcing our power for so long that even with something as personal and individual, like following your own inner guidance, your own soul's wisdom, your own intuition, or creating your own frameworks for manifesting in a way that works best for you, even for all those kinds of very specific 
unique things. We still seek someone outside of us to tell us what to do. And that is what I truly believe gets to change now. In this new era, with the more upgraded and updated way of manifesting that is available on the planet right now for anyone that chooses it. And I'm so excited. I have something really special lined up coming up and I'm beyond excited for what I am being called to bring forth into the world and share with you all. I'm creating a new movement for people who are ready to free themselves from the shackles of others' expectations. A space where you get to step into your own internal leadership and power and start creating a life that truly lights you up. I'm envisioning a revolution that allows you to have a deep sense of connection and purpose. A space where everyone gets to know that they are valued and no one feels like they're not needed, that they're superfluous to needs, that they're not wanted unless they're earning their keep, that they're not good enough unless they're doing what others are telling them to do or what others are expecting them to do. A space where it's safe for you to show up exactly as you are, warts and all, and you're not judged for it. You're not criticized for it. I can hardly wait to share this with you because I know that when you get rooted in your unique brilliance and magic, you become embodied in your own sense of self-worth and value. So there's no longer any space for power struggles, for being controlled or manipulated by others or for feeling less than everyone else, for feeling inadequate and therefore diminishing your own power and worth. When you are so deeply rooted in your own brand of magic, you no longer feel threatened by the success or the accomplishment of others. And you can stop trying to compete with them. You stop comparing yourself with other people as a marker of how successful or how fulfilled you are. You no longer need to use others as a measuring stick to measure your own success. Instead, you get to redefine success on your terms, on the terms as set out by your soul, by your soul's path, by your soul's true essence, by the very reason why you are even here on this planet at this time. If you're ready for a new way of embracing this deeper way of embodied and empowering manifesting and creating this kind of magic for yourself, a truly empowered and embodied way that allows you to synthesize and integrate all the healing, all the information, all the inner work that you may already have received and consumed over the years as you've embarked on this journey of transformation for yourself where you get to integrate all of that, really assimilate and process that. If you're willing to step away from constantly trying to fix yourself before you can have your deepest desires showing up, and beyond that, if you are committed to activating a totally different possibility and catalyzing the change that you've really been asking for, then in this moment, I invite you to raise your hand. To having that reality now. 
And that's what it is. That's how you get to make a choice to change things. The choice begins with a, yes, I'm having that. That possibility that Ras is talking about right now, I'm in. I'm raising my hands to that. I'm saying yes to that. And if you are raising your hand to that, know that you are saying yes to embarking to the most incredible journey that will unlock magic and possibilities and potentials for you that you never even allowed yourself to imagine possible for you. And I am so excited for you. That's where it begins. For me, when I said yes to that, when I said I'm no longer willing to settle for mediocre, when I said I'm no longer willing to compromise my own needs to try and make everyone else happy and kill myself slowly within because I'm squeezing myself into spaces that I know I've outgrown, because I'm holding on to relationships that I know are toxic for me. When I said yes to myself and I raised my hand all those years ago, that's when everything started to change. I didn't know how it was going to change. I didn't know what I needed to do or what I had to change in my life back then. I could never have imagined that I would be doing what I'm doing today, that I'm speaking to people on a podcast or facilitating people in their own journey. And I'm getting feedback on a regular basis from people reporting how I have changed the entire trajectory of their lives. And how have I done it? Just by stepping into my power, my soul's wisdom, my path and redefining success for me and what it looks like for my soul. Rather than trying so hard to measure myself with the measures of success as dictated by my society, by my culture, by my family, and by anyone else for that matter. And that's what I'm inviting you into today. Because beautiful soul, here's what I know. If your dream or desire or vision has been placed in your heart and you're still connected to it, it's because you are more than capable of having it. You already have within you everything that you need to create that. Otherwise, that desire would never have even been sparked for you. And if all this is speaking to your soul, then I would love to invite you to join the revolution, this new revolution that I'm creating on Translate. So you can join a collective of other powerful creators and collaborators from whom you can receive nourishment for your soul as you embark on your journey of transformation. Because as I said before, creating your own manifesting practices and moving through the conditioning, not just from the wellness industry, the spiritual community and all of that, but also from your own cultural beliefs, your upbringing, your background, all of those things. And then when you layer upon that the genetics, your ancestral stuff that's been going on, It is no small feat. You are going to want to be surrounded with the right kind of support, the nourishing support that you require as you work through all of that and shed all the masks 
that you've been hiding behind so you can get to reveal your true soul's essence and identity. Because it's only when you get to reveal that to yourself first and foremost that you can even begin to create a framework for manifesting that is completely aligned to you. And here's what I believe. When more of us are doing that, when more of us are stepping into our unique brand of magic, when more of us are raising our hands and saying yes to ourselves, that's when more people are going to start becoming aware and get to know that there is space for everyone. No one is ever going to feel like they're superfluous to needs, that they're too much or that they're a burden. More of us will know and intrinsically be embodied with our own sense of self-worth and purpose. So you're no longer going to need to do the mindset stuff to work on your self-worth or your sense of purpose or your self-value or your self-confidence and all of that because you're intrinsically embodied with that. So there's no longer any room for any kind of discrimination, manipulation, control, power struggles. You can be free of all of that. More people on the planet will begin to understand that there is plenty for everyone. And so they won't feel threatened by the success or accomplishment of others. And so communities can thrive. The planet and all of its inhabitants can flourish as everyone steps into their own unique brand of magic and brilliance. Because they'll know what the value of them being here at this time on this planet is without needing to prove it to others. How many of you feel like sometimes you need to prove or justify yourself or your decisions to everyone else? And if you do, how exhausting is that? Would you like to be free from needing to prove to everyone else and allow the proof to be in the pudding? And the pudding here being you living your best life, you living in joy every single day. And that's not to say that there are no challenges when you're living in flow, in joy, in magic, in your unique brilliance. But what does happen is that you are able to navigate those life's unexpected plot twists a lot more easily because you get to know yourself and manage your own energy so well. You get so familiar with that that you know exactly how to navigate through those challenges. You'll know how to do it without needing a coach, without needing a guide, without needing someone to tell you what to do, without needing to fall back on the family to see what they did and then you mimic them. Without all of that, you can self-coach, you can self-soothe and prosperity, success, joy will all be available for everyone to access. People will be able to access and use wealth in a way that multiplies and expands joy for all. Think about that. What would it be like for you to live in that world where there's no jealousy, where you're no longer needing to compare yourself with others and others aren't jealous of you because they're too busy 
standing in their unique brilliance and enjoying their life. You see, the thing is, when you are truly joyful from within, when you are deeply satisfied from within, when you feel whole and complete without needing someone outside of you to validate that for yourself, when you have all of those things and you're doing that, do you think you have time to be jealous of other people or to even watch what other people are saying or doing or not saying or not doing? No, you're too busy living your own life. And that is what I'm inviting you all into. And if you're ready to learn how you get to do that now, I would love to invite you to my membership community, Translate. You can find the details of Translate on my website at www.divinesacredsoul.com or follow the show notes and I'll pop the link in there. I created Translate and the community in Translate with the intention of giving people a way in to expanding themselves to the next evolution of their true soul's essence. That's based on a practice that intersects their intuition and their purpose. So they get to create their own manifesting practice. But in order to do that, you first need to set a strong foundation And setting up that strong foundation means that you may need to uncondition and unlearn some of the things that you've picked up along the way, not just from your family, not just from your culture, not just from our normal educational system, but also from the wellness community, also from all the things you already think you know about manifesting. I created this community as a way to plug into a collective that is outside of your usual friends and family circle. So you're surrounded by like-minded individuals, people who are also working on stepping into the next evolution of their own soul. Not just people from your friends and family who are loving, they love you, they support you, but they're not doing the same inner work as you. So when you're bringing stuff up, when you're changing things about yourself, your habits and all of that, They may not react really well to that. They may get suspicious of that. They may think that you're doing something bad because you're going against the grain of what they know to be quote unquote normal. So I created this community on Translate so you can plug into a collective of individuals that are also sharing that journey in their own way. And you get to connect with other beautiful souls who start to then form part of your little soul family. As you learn to shed those masks and step into manifesting in and on purpose. So if that's calling to you, if your soul is being pulled and called to revolutionize the way that you're approaching manifesting, then registration for Translate is open now. I don't know about you, But I would personally love to live in a world where we all stand in our unique power, magic and brilliance, in our unique brand of magic, where there is room for all of us to succeed, prosper and still know intrinsically how special we each are as individuals and as a collective. So I hope this episode has been insightful and that you can receive this information and apply it in your life. Thank you for listening. And as always, if this has inspired you 
and it's been a contribution, I invite you to spread the magic and wisdom by sharing with the people that you know could use this message right now. Subscribe for more and feel free to leave some love on the comments as well because that really helps the podcast to reach more people and inspire others as well. As we bring this conversation to a close, I invite you to hold the vision of you and everyone in your personal inner circle living in their true magic and brilliance. What would that reality be? be like. Until next time, happy creating.